0: We get this thing started. Thank you for tuning in to Muse by Mariah, the podcast where we dive deep into discussing mind, body, and soul. Hey, everybody. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Muse by Mariah, the podcast. I know it's been a little while. Um, what's happened so far? Thanksgiving, Christmas, and a new year 2022. 222. Two, two. Very big number. Very important number for angel numbers. Um, so I figured a new episode in the new year. I needed to go big, go hard with one of my favorite guests, Miss mm-hmm. Paulina Minucci, hey mental everyone. health counselor. Yes. Dun dun dun. Here I am. She is back. And we are better than ever. Yes, we are. Um, we're going to get into a very serious topic today. But, you know, we keep it fun. We keep it light. But, mm-hmm. you know, there's a big goal at the end of this. So, For sure. we, you know, it's funny. I didn't know if I wanted to name this show mm-hmm. Relationship Red and Green Lights or mm-hmm. Red and Green Flags. Mm-hmm. Because... You think of a green light, go, red light, stop type Mm -hmm, of thing. mm -hmm. Um, But I decided to stick with flags because that's just been such a hot topic
1: lately. For sure.
0: So we are going to dive into relationship red and green flags Mm -hmm. with a professional mental health counselor. You know what it is. (laughs) You know how I roll. All right, Paulina. So let's dive into red flags because that's what everyone loves to talk about. Yeah. Um, so a red flag is a huge metaphor for danger. Mm-hmm. Stop sign, red. Mm-hmm. Everything that you associate with something that's dangerous, bad, mm-hmm. negative has a red color to it. So that's something really important to note that I note. Mm-hmm. And so being able to recognize these red flags in relationships can save you from heartache, anxiety, depression, yeah. stress, any the whole nine. emotion. Really,
1: the whole nine, honestly. <laughs>
0: Then we, again, red is associated with feelings of anger, mm-hmm. mad, kind of envy and jealousy. Um, like when you're jealous, you see red. Mm-hmm. You don't say you see green. No. I see green. No, yeah. you see red. Yeah. Um, And then green flags. So a green flag f- is a metaphor for enter, go, continue. You have a green light, which is Go. Mm-hmm. And recognizing green flags to guide you to a happy and healthy relationship, which is important to note because red flags are talked about every single day mm-hmm. with whatever sometimes been made a joke about. Like if any of you guys saw the Twitter um, trends that was doing red. I don't even know like how that started. It's but. just all over the Twitterverse. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, it really is. It was on uh, TikTok too. It was a TikTok trend. Yeah. But I'm like, why don't we talk about green flags? Yeah. Because green flags are as equally important as recognizing red flags, mm-hmm. but they're not talked about, honestly, like, at all. Like, yeah. when have when was the last time you saw, oh, my God, this is such a green flag? Uh, That's a green flag in your relationship. No, yeah. I've never heard anyone say that. Yeah. Ever. I feel like I, I've heard of it very rarely,
1: um, but definitely not as much as, like, because people love to, you know, be... Toxicas and <laughs> lost toxicas. <laughs> they really do. And like, I think a lot of people like to talk about those different red flags so that way, I don't know, it's.
0: And some people think that's cute. Yeah. They're, like, oh, he has this red flag, like. Right. Or, like, these red
1: flags are really starting to look orange or or something like that. Wait, that is one of
0: my favorite tweets, even though it's, like, totally against what we're saying. But the one, it's, like, he's, like, a ride at six flags or something.
1: Yeah. Or, like, they'll put, like, someone, like, walking blindly, like, they can't see the red flags. It's, it's a big mess. <laughs> it is a big mess, but
0: we're here to dive into it um, in a positive outlook yes. about it because yes. we need to be able to recognize both sides of it. Absolutely. So like I said, that red was associated with feelings of anger, madness, mm-hmm. envy, green. When you think of the color green, you think of it being associated with feelings of being grounded with the mm-hmm. earth, with nature, mm-hmm. and at peace. Right. You never... Again, like I say, you don't say I see green or I see red. It's yeah. green is usually associate that with feelings of feeling good. Yeah. Genuinely. Yeah. And we are going to do a small activity before we get into the nitty grittiness Mm -hmm. of recognizing red flags and green flags. So, the activity is if you're in your car or if you're at home, if you're in your car, you can just mentally do this. But if you're at home, definitely grab a pen and paper or write it down in your notes app on your phone because who has a pen and paper anymore? (laughs) Um, We are going to do a list. You're going to do two columns. One side is going to be your red flags. The other side is going to be your green flags and you're going to write down three of each. And actually, Paulina and I are going to do this exercise too Mm -hmm. with you guys. Um, So I'm going to give you three minutes to complete it. And then once the three minutes are done, we're going to go over it and we're going to talk about why it's so crucial and so important and why Mm -hmm. this activity is really setting the tone for the rest of the episode. So um, three minutes and then we'll come back. Okay, so does everyone have their lists? Polly and I are gonna go over our lists mm-hmm. first. Um, and then you guys can kind of see if you have the same ones or maybe we'll kinda like be you'll be like, Oh, I didn't even think of that one, but yeah. that's so true type mm-hmm. of thing. So mm-hmm. we can just bounce off each other really. Right. And that's a very positive thing to do. Absolutely. It's kinda like I feel like we're in like a therapy session with like our virtual followers. Right. Hey guys. <laughs> Okay, so first, uh, red flags list. My biggest, biggest, biggest red flag is a lack of communication. Mm-hmm. And I'm talking like the smallest, smallest little act of communication that needs to be done. Like, for example, if He or she is working all day long and they just don't tell me that. And they're Mm -hmm. not answering my texts all day. And I'm like, okay, I'm ghosted. Like, Mm -hmm. that's my assumption because I jumped in conclusions. Mm -hmm. When in reality, they could have taken two seconds to be like, listen, I have a really busy day. I probably am not going to be able to answer back until tonight or even tomorrow, which Mm -hmm. is fine. Yeah, Like, takes two seconds to send. And that's just,
1: Mm -hmm. God, it just irks me. I think that also
0: goes back to just, like, being
1: considerate of, like... Other of people's, people's time of people's time yeah people's time and feelings mm-hmm. because like again it takes a very short amount of time to just be like okay i know mariah is going to be waiting for my text so let me just let her know kind of keep her in the loop mm-hmm. and it's not like you have to like tell them when you're getting out of work when you're getting to work it's literally no, just yeah. saying this is what i'm doing right and yeah that's and like not – again, this is just, like, bouncing off of what you just said. Like, not being considerate is a huge red flag for me because mm-hmm. it's, like, I know I'm considerate as, like, a friend and, like, just a person in general. So if I see that lacking in my partner, I'm, like, why would I even waste
0: my time moving yeah, forward? Yeah, keep going because then it's – you're basically fucking with your emotions. Absolutely. And you're disrespecting yourself at that point. Yes. For sure. Exactly. And I feel like I – openly communicate without mm-hmm. even thinking without yeah. even hesitating i'm yeah. not like oh let me make sure i tell him i'm not gonna yeah. be like i just do it because it's just part of my nature so yeah. i feel like yes if someone if it's not part of mm-hmm. your partner's nature it can become mm-hmm. but i would just i would like it to be part of their nature you Yeah,
1: know? and i feel like that also is really aiding in like building a strong emotional connection too because especially when you're communicating and i don't want to spoil anything but like getting into like later on like you're not being open with like how you feel or like what you're doing so it's like how do you expect me to how do you expect us to lay this groundwork for this relationship when
0: communication Mm -hmm. is just not there and that builds trust I think that's one
1: hundred percent. Yeah,
0: the kind of flip side when we talk about grain flags is communication builds trust, and it easily like communication again, like I said, takes yeah. two seconds yeah. to send a message to make a phone call, mm-hmm. and it's really only benefiting a relationship. You just can't, let me. You know. can over communicate, but yeah, over communication is kind of like a myth. Yeah, like whatever then my second one is insecurity and jealousy. So mm-hmm. um, if he listens to this, whatever. But <laughs> I had an ex who would always get so insecure about the stuff that I post, about who was liking my pictures, mm-hmm. about this, this, and this. And I'm like, listen, I can't control what other people do. I can only control what I do, Period. how I feel. And you can only control how you feel. And right. it was just such a turnoff because they were projecting their insecurities onto the relationship and mm-hmm. making it so negative, so toxic mm-hmm. and all this. And I'm just like listen bro you got yourself a baddie right pat yourself on the back let's go we're a power couple let's act like it come on let's act like it what are we doing what right oh such a turn off but there was um even though he was a jerk but he would always encourage me to like oh wear that like wear whatever you want like you don't need to put on Mm -hmm. makeup but if you want to you can like that's a positive that's on the flip flip side a positive outlook of Mm someone who is insecure and jealous yeah. they like just support you in anything you want to do what yeah. you want to wear where you want to go yeah what you want to post because why wouldn't you want
1: a confident woman
0: or a and confident vice man? versa yeah. yeah
1: like i'm never gonna like limit what my partner what like wants to do yeah because it's you know like it's
0: that's a big one. Mi- yeah. yeah. so like kind of a mind fuck in a for way. For sure. In a rated R way. <laughs> mind fucking. Yeah. Because it's like, you know, we're fine and we're together mm-hmm. and you're saying these things and acting mm-hmm. this way because I want to do something. Like when Kanye bitched at Kim for posting that picture of her yeah. breaking the cake in a mm-hmm. bikini. I'm like, you fucking married Kim Kardashian. You're good. You're like, like
1: what? Uh, Yeah. (laughs) I'm at a loss for words. Um, I don't
0: know what to say. The girl was too stunned to speak. Literally. Literally, I was too stunned to speak. The woman was too stunned to speak. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. And then my third one is excuses. Listen, at the end of the day, if shit doesn't work out, shit doesn't work out. But people who make excuses for that and kind of like beat her on the bush or they don't want to face the problem issue head-on, like, oh, God, such a red flag. Get over it. Like, just speak your mind we're adults let's again communicate always communicate so excuses is a huge one for me Yeah, and I always feel like I'm not an excuse type of person Mm -hmm. okay let me let me say not because I do make excuses sometimes Mm -hmm. because I'm an introvert and I like to go out so I might make (laughs) an excuse as to why I don't want to go out but when it comes to a relationship and a man I won't make excuses just to like sugarcoat how I feel or what the situation is going on like you're again you're wasting somebody's time
1: yeah my strongest relationships there's no sugarcoating like at all like very very blunt very like bitch we need to sit down and have a talk because you're acting funny um and i think that's really important and Mm -hmm. like the other person willing to sit there and listen to why you were feeling that way or what happened is like showing love
0: yeah Because then you feel like if, if man were to make an excuse as to why he can't hang out or Mm -hmm. a woman, why she can't hang out, Mm -hmm. you think, but they don't give you like a valid excuse. Like you just know, like, again, your gut, your intuition is telling you that something is off and that's a, that's a red flag. So that's, Mm -hmm. those are my three. So let's Mm -hmm. hear yours, Paul.
1: My three red flags so the first one is love bombing now you might be thinking Paulina, what the fuck is love bombing
0: because i didn't really know what it was either i didn't know what it was until she told me yeah three minutes ago
1: (laughs) and as i did more research i found that some people might think that this is like a really green flag like oh my gosh like they're showing me so open like emotions like at first but so love bombing pretty much is like if you go out on your first date or like you're talking to your partner um for the first couple of weeks and they just say like i've never met anyone like you before i've never felt this way before like this is so different than everything like you're so amazing i love you and like saying i love you too quick is like definitely a red flag because when you're meeting this person and if they truly are a stranger there should be some sort of mysterious aspect to this of like getting to know them and like taking it step by step and i feel as though if it's so much all at once it doesn't really leave much to get to know more mm-hmm. i guess um and i think that's definitely a red flag because i see that as being a later sign of manipulation of saying well you did this, this, and this, but I love you. Why would you treat me that way? Or this is how you treat somebody you love. Oh, okay. Noted. Like, I just think that that's a little off-putting at first, um, especially in a romantic relationship for sure.
0: Yeah. yeah I honestly when she told me about love bombing I was like oh fuck I feel like <laughs> I d- I feel like I do that after the first day I'm like wow I'm in love with this man Yeah, but like in a joking <laughs> way you know I love this man and I just I just <laughs> have, have to, ha- to have I, have, him. I have, to have to have him right <laughs> but I because I have had weirdos before mm-hmm. and that like you said it can turn into other like psychological abuse for sure and if we're getting like even deeper it can mm-hmm. turn into like stalker like narcissism all that like serious stuff so it is a huge red flag especially if it's within like the first one two three dates yeah major red flag
1: yeah um my second one is using social media as a form as your main form of communication because listen i am at the ripe age of 25 (laughs) you should not be asking for my snapchat do not be like hmm, maybe we can like snap sometime fuck no <laughs> red flag get out of there run for the hills because listen like we are grown you should be asking me for my number you should be asking me to take me out on a date not what's my snapchat i'm not in college anymore and i think that also lacks or it shows that they're not taking it seriously and look if you just want like a fling or a fun thing and like you're cool with that then why not Mm -hmm. but if you're looking for something like more serious with this person or like you can you're interested in something more serious and that's like their first go-to red flag yeah i hate to break it to you but you
0: gotta gotta cut that cord so just bounce off of this idea that mm-hmm. Paulina has brought up here, um, a red flag <laughs> that I was thinking of, and this is just my personal, someone might not think it's a red flag, but when a man posts on social media, like, so much, mm. I don't know, like, it just turns me off. It could just be a turn off, maybe not a red flag. Yeah. But, like, posting consistently, mm-hmm. um, like, uh, I don't know, it's a turn off. Yeah. But same thing with the Snapchat. Like, again, I'm not going to look good 24-7. So right. I'd rather text you. Like, yeah. let's be adult. We can even facetime mm-hmm. but snapchat what's your snap no
1: yeah and one of my best friends so she, my one of like my best friends like she's on this dating app and if she feels that this guy's like being like creepy or just like being like immature and they're like oh what's your snap she's like i don't have a snap again 25 years old cut that shit out <laughs> um and then they're like oh haha like what's your number then she's like no because she's like i know what these fuckers do they'll go on my they'll get my number go on snapchat and add me through there and she's really cracked the code with that one honestly i was like (laughs) damn like you you really figured that shit out um but yeah definitely not um hmm my third red flag would be honestly bad hygiene like again we are grown Learn how to take care of yourself. Learn how to do a load of laundry. Fingernails and teeth. Fingernails. Fingernails
0: and teeth ew, black fingernails, please wash your hands. If you... Just get a ma- manicure, please. Yeah,
1: and, like, it's not unmanly or unmasculine mm-hmm. to get a clear coat, get your fingernails cleaned up, and some of y'all men, I'm going to say it, your feet are nasty, <laughs> nasty, like, even my father, who is, like, this macho guy, like... Cleaned up his fucking toenails. Like, it's fine. Um, and I think that also goes into like presentation and like mm-hmm. dressing nice and like looking presentable. I'm not asking you to wear a suit 24
0: right. 7, but put yourself together. Right. Like, 'Cause if a man shows up to a date and it's just like a hot mess, then you can already imagine what the house or the room looks like. Yeah. He's definitely a man with a one pillow and mm-hmm. probably with navy blue bed sheets. If right. he has navy be- navy blue bed sheets and one pillow, you need to run. You need, you to, need to, run. to end the relationship right now.
1: Right. I left something in my car, speeds away. <laughs> like he <goodbye. laughs> never
0: comes back. Block. Right. We we love the block button here.
1: Right. right i'm i'm getting more familiar with the block button oh i love it right (laughs) um my last red flag is complacency so complacency is huge for me as a red flag because if you are not driven or motivated as like i am it's a huge red flag because it's like okay we're supposed to be like hyping each other up and like really encouraging our dreams for each other and our goals but if you don't have any of those things then what am i just going to be the only one that's like going out there and like getting what i want mm-hmm. um and just like complacency and complaint like complaining about not being where you are but not making not efforts. doing anything
0: <laughs> it's just like Oh, God, Again. it's so irritating, especially being like, we are both such strong, independent women mm-hmm. who don't need anybody. Right. But we would want, like, we cannot, I don't think either of us would have the patience to deal with someone who is lesser than us, but in, not no. like in like that kind of way. Yeah, Some no. of you might be like, lesser, what if they're yeah. just like, whatever, no, meaning like they need to have goals, they need to be actively working towards those goals yeah and not just kind of just skating by Mm. and you know taking things day by day like you need to we need to get something going here let's get something into action I don't
1: want I really don't want no scrub and I think that again Your goals, it's not going to happen overnight, but I want to be there to support you through Mm -hmm. that. But I can't – I'm not going to nag you. I'm not your mother. I'm not your babysitter. I'm not going (laughs) to nag you to do the things that you need or want to do because that's not my
0: responsibility. Right. Oh, God, that is such a turnoff. (sighs) Goodbye. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Let's get into our green flags. So. My first green flag, I said communication, even though I talked about, you know, not communicating it was a red flag, but a green flag to me is major communication. If mm-hmm. this man or this woman is sending you a good morning text, even though you fell asleep on them, boom, brownie points. Mm-hmm. Just communication. Everything to me revolves around communication. Like that is just such a biggie and I mm-hmm. can just go on and on and on and into yeah. detail. Communication about And like and maybe that's me being like a business person and always being on my phone and needing Mm -hmm. to answer and needing to answer in a concise way too, not Mm -hmm. just like an open ended or vague thing. Mm -hmm. Or it could just be my personality, which is why I feel like I'm such a good communicator. (laughs) Um, But that is just such a biggie for me. And it's just. I hate to have to tell anyone really in general like listen you should be saying this or mm-hmm. you should be doing this yeah and it's just like oh god it's so frustrating even with my parents because you know we're doing real estate now right the way they talk is just like mm. right not even my mom's good but yeah my stepdad i'm like you <laughs> like you're speaking like english is not your first language like yeah. what's going on here right i'm like communication let's Hello? learn how to communicate yeah properly And again, like I don't,
1: I don't need my man to be texting me every second of every day because it's like, what the fuck are we supposed to be talking Mm -hmm. about? But a huge thing for me is just knowing where you're at and Mm -hmm. like knowing that we're on the same page or we have an understanding. And you can't do that without communicating. Communicating, absolutely. Yeah,
0: major. Then my next one, which is also a biggie in my book, is a man who plans Mm -hmm. and. That could be a green flag for some or not for others, but I'm a very big planner. Mm-hmm. So for me, which, again, some people might not be the same thing. I'm not mm-hmm. really a spontaneous type of person. <laughs> I like my schedule planned out. Yeah. It makes me feel comfortable. Me too. It makes me feel happy. Like Honestly, I'm like achieving stuff, getting stuff done. Mm-hmm. And a man needs to understand that my schedule is usually done a Week prior, like I know when I'm doing the week coming up Mm -hmm. to a T, right? Um, and maybe I have some wiggle room. So, a man who like actively goes out of his way to be like, Mm -hmm. Listen, let's go out here on this day at this time, right? Let's go here to eat again. Men, don't ask me where the fuck I want to (laughs) eat. I'll never know. I will never know. know. (laughs) I will never know. I will exactly. I will never know where the fuck I want to eat if you ask me that question. You're getting ghosted. I'm sorry. You're just not going to (laughs) respond. You're
1: just always going to get, hmm, I don't know. What do you want to eat? Yeah. And we're just going to go back and forth, wasting time, and we could be going. Yeah. It's just just not in the cards for me. So
0: I feel like – because I like to plan stuff, too – But a man who takes action, takes authority and tries Mm -hmm. to plan out something fun to do or whatever, even if it's just like a phone call, like, oh, I'm working all day. Let's FaceTime when I – I'll FaceTime me when I get home. Boom. It's noted in my calendar or in my schedule. You get out at 5 o'clock, I'm expecting a phone call. Mm -hmm. So that's my second big green flag. I would agree. And then lastly – is how pulling said hygiene and made me think, um, again, a man who dresses well because mm-hmm. that is just such – it could also just be a turn-on for me. But a man who dresses well looks like they have a good health, head on their shoulders, mm-hmm. they're put together, um, and it really just boosts their confidence. And yeah. I feel like a confident man is a happy man, is mm-hmm. a positive man, mm-hmm. and, right. you know, I'm confident too. So right. let's – Let's, let's be confident together. Let's be confident together. Yeah, let's make
1: it work. Yeah, for me with that, <laughs> with like dressing, like another one of my best friends and I like always talk about like if their shoe game is whack.
0: Ah, uh, shoes. Gotta
1: go. Yeah, like you have to go, and I'm not. I'm not asking you to spend thousands of dollars on like sneakers. No, but, let's like, get
0: some Steve Madden velvet loafers. In right, throwback. <laughs>
1: um, ooh, like just like put time and effort into your appearance because. Mm-hmm. That just is so attractive to Mm -hmm. me because it's
0: like you actually give a shit what you look what you look like. Right. So. And it cannot even be like... For you like let's say yeah. if i see um if i see a man posting on instagram and he has a nice outfit and let's say he was just out at lunch i'm like okay he cares what like other people yeah. think too or he wants to look good yeah i mean he might not care what other people mm-hmm. think and just wants to look good but mm-hmm. it does say something else about him that's a yeah. positive thing whereas a man who again like we talked about hygiene comes in all fucked up fucking black fingernails <laughs> like no Shitting manny no teeth, penny yeah like, your teeth are all fucked up your shirt's it's like,
1: fucking wrinkled like yeah get a steamer steam that shirt. It. let's
0: let's just do something okay right. let's try to figure this out but that is a definitely a green flag for me mm-hmm. um because i want to look like a hot couple
1: right always <laughs> always like it's a power move to even be seen with me period so you like we're both coming correct um is that all your green flags yes it is okay So, my first green flag is willingly spends time with you without ignoring your other responsibilities. So, pretty much what that means is, like Mariah was kind of saying, like making time for you, but still getting the shit that they need to get done, done. Like, not ignoring work or other friends, because again, that can really turn into manipulative behaviors later on. Like, well, I didn't get any of my work done because we were hanging out. Okay, i didn't ask Mm -hmm. you to do that or you know all of those other examples um and when a man willingly spends time with you one of my biggest love languages is quality time so that, to me, is really meaningful because you can never get that time back. Mm-hmm. So that, to me, is a huge green flag.
0: Yeah, someone who wants to open up their schedule for you yeah. is, is major.
1: Yeah, because you're that's communicating to me that you, even in the midst of everything that's going on, you want to see me. Right. And that's so attractive to mm-hmm. me. And it just... It opens up a lot of doors for you. Let's just say that. Um, My second one, I would say, was being open-minded. in like, the entire aspect of the word and just, like, views on, like, anything or, like, my emotions or things that my opinions. Like, I don't need you to agree with everything that I'm saying. But showing me empathy is, again, a Mm -hmm. huge green flag. Because being able to sit there with your partner and say i don't know exactly what you're going through but i have experienced this kind of emotion before and i can put myself in your shoes and really empathize with this experience mm-hmm. that's so comforting that's so just oh i love it like yeah my brother used to be like an emotional rock like he was so cold but then he met my lovely probably soon-to-be sister-in-law mm-hmm. fingers crossed <laughs> anthony looking <laughs> at you <laughs> um he just turned into this big mushball and like she like everybody like experiences anxiety and like he's probably never experienced that before or maybe he has i don't know but he's able to sit there with her and be like i don't understand mm-hmm. maybe why you're feeling anxious but let's talk about it like mm-hmm. i'm gonna sit here and listen to you about your day and like all these things so i think that in a partner is just like huge and also a really big sign of like maturity too
0: yeah being open-minded for me too same exactly what paulina said that's Mm -hmm. such a green flag but another thing that we can add to that is wanting your partner wanting to do things that you thoroughly enjoy yeah and vice versa Mm -hmm. because there's some uh i don't want to like gender gender stereotype, everything. But there's some men Mm -hmm. who, like, for example, if I'm like, oh, what's your Zodiac sign? Boom, you get the fucking defense. And they're like, oh, "Oh, you're one of those. Why are you asking that? And I actually talked about that in my Zodiac episode um, with Kate, how that's a red flag. We talked about that, which Mm -hmm. is funny. And then another thing, it can be like, oh, I want to play, like, this couple's board game. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm corny. I like to do those things. Like, let's do, like, a corny uh, couple crossword puzzle Mm -hmm. or something. Yeah. And if, like, I want my partner to be open to doing those things. And if they're, like, oh, I want to go, like, let's go to fucking, like, Texas or something. Let's plan, like, to do something that I would never do. I'm going to be open-minded and optimistic to the idea. So Mm -hmm. that's another thing that we can add on to being open-minded and optimistic. Absolutely. In both sides it has to go both ways it has to yeah major Uh,
1: yeah um my last green flag i think is vulnerability and i know you know people who like it's like vulnerability is really scary Mm -hmm. like for anybody and it's really a sign of i think courage when you're willing to put yourself out there and being like this is you know who i am and either accept me or don't yeah not saying that you won't be willing to change in healthy ways but um, I'm reading this book by my number one girl Brene Brown. I will die on this hill for her. (laughs) She said that our fear of vulnerability prevents us from living the life that we want to live because so many people are scared of this uncertainty and this discomfort which is key for anxiety um that they're not willing to just be open and kind of put their best foot forward to be like i don't know what's gonna happen i don't know what the yeah. outcome is gonna be i might be uncomfortable
0: but i'm gonna try it anyway yeah a lot of that i feel like when you aren't able to be vulnerable with yourself oh, that spews yeah into your relationship so oh, yeah it'll probably take a lot to do self-reflections on it mm-hmm. first so i wouldn't want someone to be hard on themselves if they're not getting it right away because really it's internally so you have to deal with it within yourself first before you can be able to yeah successfully do it with a partner and someone else yeah
1: absolutely and like I always like tell everybody like my clients like my friends like everybody like you have to validate your own emotions Mm -hmm. like even if it was like quickly or it like like you felt it like for a day or an hour like That was a response to something. So, like, it was real for you. So validate that. And positive self-talk in that way. And just being vulnerable and all that jazz, I think, Mm is super important but like you were saying it's
0: definitely starts like within yourself yeah and Paulina and i talked about this on our first episode that we did about our pain bodies Mm -hmm. is a lot of the times and this being vulnerable has something to do with it is a lot of the times you're not living in the present Mm -hmm. which is a huge huge thing to be mindful of yeah because when you're overthinking you're creating fake scenarios in your Mm -hmm. head about something that's never happened and might never happen Mm -hmm. you're thinking you're living in the future you're thinking in the future Or sometimes you're reflecting on situations and stuff that has happened in the past that maybe you need to do some Mm -hmm. um, some work to move past that or get over it. But at the end of the day, you need to be able to live in the present in order to fully understand yourself, be within Mm -hmm. yourself and be vulnerable with yourself and then eventually with a partner. Yeah major yeah. key major key major key so hopefully you guys maybe you had similar ones maybe you didn't um it's both a learning experience on each end mm-hmm. um because Paulina mentioned some ones that i honestly didn't even think of yeah um so i love that for us mm-hmm. so now we're going to kind of get into the last segment of the show which is discussing common red flags, why we ignore red flags mm-hmm. and common green flags and why sometimes ignoring green flags can can be just as vital as ignoring a red flag. Yeah. So, a major major question that comes up, let's say a toxic relationship that just had red flags galore mm-hmm. and ends up ending or the status is changing, you feel it like things are just different, mm-hmm. the air tension in the air the like, yeah different. the vibe vibe yeah. is off so a lot of the times it brings up feelings of self-doubt so mm-hmm. we start questioning what happened and one of the biggest questions and I feel like I know I asked myself a lot when I was mm-hmm. in a toxic relationship was mm-hmm. is it me yeah does did I miss something mm-hmm. like did something did I not recognize or respond to something i should have Mm -hmm. and why does this keep happening to me because after the fucking first failed one i (laughs) thought that would be it i thought i got my one and done but then it's two three four right i can't keep up (laughs) (laughs) right i don't know which way i'm going
1: um yeah for sure and i think something kind of just to like i guess respond to that is like a relationship is two people and you can't it's not it's it's not all on you. Mm-hmm. It's not just your weight that you're carrying. Like just because this weight has been there for a while it doesn't make it any less heavy and you just have to recognize that it takes two to tango and it wasn't all you. Yeah. It was equally shared.
0: Yeah, and a lot of things that can be done to help with those feelings of self-doubt and maybe your creating your own scenarios in mm. your head is journaling so mm-hmm. I was explained when we were going over this episode I made a comment that I like patted myself on the back for because it's so true the yeah. reason why I love reading is because you can read emotions yes so when you're journaling let's say you feel uh, let's say I feel really sad one day and mm-hmm. I journal about it and then I Uh, maybe go back on it like Mm -hmm. the next week, next month, next year. You can feel those emotions when you're reading the page. So Mm -hmm. I think that's a huge step in which which is why both of us preach journaling so much Absolutely, because you're able to see your growth Mm -hmm. and you're able to see how you feel and again like you said it's really important to validate our emotions you can do that by journaling so being able to read your own feelings is such like a crucial part because you can Believe me, I look at shit that I wrote, and I'm mm-hmm. like, why the hell was I upset right. over that? Girl, like, like <laughs> <laughs> thank God yeah. I journaled this, and I didn't fucking, like, <laughs> publicize God. this, because right. <laughs> this is embarrassing. <laughs> <Right. Oof. laughs> My goodness. <laughs> but that's such an important way, to yeah. is journaling. And I know some people are like, oh, like, I don't know, some people don't like to write, which yeah. I never liked to write either, until mm-hmm. I found, like... I like it. I have a passion for it. But yeah. other ways you can do it is by listening to music too. Mm-hmm. But like feel good music, not yeah. no fucking like pop smoke and Kanye West. <laughs> Don't get me wrong, love them. Right. But let's listen to some feel good music that has. Honestly, if you look up like, sir, I have um, I have I'm creating right now a vibe out playlist love that has that. all feel good music mm-hmm. and some of the songs have frequency levels. I researched this oh, cool. that make you uh, that rise your vibrations and your frequency That's really because cool. it has like I think it's five. 32 hertz or 432. Mm-hmm. Yeah, don't hold me to it. Yeah. But listening to feel-good music or art, people express themselves through art too, yeah. which can be a form of journaling. Yeah. You can paint how yeah. you're feeling, mm-hmm. which is major. I wish yeah. I was an artist, but phew, yeah. I can't even do a stick man. Y- girl, neither. Sh- <laughs> At least I'm creative mentally. Definitely. <laughs> we have that going for us. <laughs> so now we'll get into some of the common red flags in relationships. Mm-hmm. So the first one that I actually researched all of this, so um, we can kind of connect with our list that we did, and you can connect with your list that Mm -hmm. you've done and kind of see the similarities between it. Right. Uh, So the main common red flag in relationships is problems in communication.
1: Would you imagine that?
0: Hmm. Hmm. Someone clap if you're surprised. Yeah, that's what I thought. Crickets. (laughs) communication such a big one
1: yeah it's really just the foundation for everything mm-hmm. everything trust like like i i could go on and on and on like yeah. it's just such a huge aspect of any any relationship friendships yep. partners mm-hmm. um family members like you have to be able to communicate you mm-hmm. have to like, yeah it's even
0: with yourself even oh, because when you – if that you're speaking to someone <laughs>
1: – That was that No, that was really powerful. Thank you. Thank you.
0: <laughs> Thank you. Right. When you're, like, talking to someone, let's mm-hmm. say, like, I'm feeling sad, but I don't say that to you. Yeah. You're lying to – you're yes, I'm lying to you, but you're lying yeah. to yourself, and mm-hmm. that's, like, the most important thing. So being yeah. able to communicate with yourself – and again, I'm saying this again because it's something that I say to myself all the time mm-hmm. when I'm feeling a certain way is validating what I'm feeling. Yes. I'm feeling this way because – and you're, you have a reason for it. Like, yeah. so huge being able to communicate with yourself, mm-hmm. being able to communicate with others. yeah, And just like, checking in,
1: yeah, just like checking in with yourself. Like if you feel off or you feel just different, just be mm-hmm. like, what's going on in my life? That's like triggering this, like these and, feelings. Yeah. yeah. Like in the last episode that we did together, um, I had mentioned that I get a lot of anxiety around change. Mm-hmm. So I have one great friends that like hold me accountable for a lot of things and two you just really have to kind of sit down with yourself and say I'm feeling a little off I'm feeling more anxious than usual like what's going
0: on mm-hmm. and
1: just like talking to yourself like you would like a best friend yep. mm-hmm
0: I think that's one of the things that I've done a lot this past year, which is why I'm in such a good mental space. Like, I was – when I was doing my vision board today, I was, like, getting a little emotional because I had one picture Mm -hmm. that I put on that vision board in January. Mm -hmm. And it was a picture of me. And it was when I was really sad and Mm -hmm. depressed. Mm -hmm. And the reason I put that on my vision board because I – the, I guess the the – What's the fucking word? Like the goal of the picture was for me to be happy with myself, Mm -hmm. do some self-reflection. And I really wanted to grow spiritually. So I really wanted to change a lot of the things that perspectives that I looked on negatively and figure out how Mm -hmm. I can change them positively and really work with myself. So I ended up taking that picture off today Mm -hmm. and I was like... You know, I'm getting a little emotional because I was yeah. like, I am so happy. I'm so happy yeah. with myself, who I am, who I'm surrounded mm-hmm. by. Mm-hmm. I've made a lot of changes. A lot of people aren't in my life anymore. And it's 100% for the better. Yeah, I have grown so much as a person. Yeah. And I'm like, oh. so I put another picture on there of me. Happy as fuck. Purge. And I put, <laughs> I am aligned with my purpose. Because I was Absolutely. like, this is major. A Absolutely. year, what a year did for me. I'm like in the best yeah. mental headspace mm-hmm. I've ever been. And yeah. I was like. I don't even remember why I brought that up, but let's go on to number two. <laughs> but we love it. We love growth. Um, so number two is unhealthy boundaries. Mm-hmm. So I actually bought this book called Boundaries, which talks about – but it's like – um. It's one of those books where it's not just like throwing at you facts and Mm -hmm. things that you can do. It's Mm -hmm. like a storyline to it. I haven't read it yet, but I've heard a lot of good things. So when I do, I will get back to it because setting boundaries is something that I struggle with, not only in like romantic relationships, Mm -hmm. but work relationships too. It's so important to set boundaries because people will take advantage of you and they will replace you in two motherfucking seconds. Yeah.
1: And especially just like work boundaries because you have a life and you are entitled to Mm -hmm. your life outside of work. And especially being that we're young, I think that people, not that we're not eager, but I think people expect us to kind of work ourselves to the bone. To,
0: yeah. To, to prove get, our point. Right. Yeah, when to get like, to where Lucy is at fucking 54 years old, right. still in the same place. Like, Come on. Like,
1: my, my work speaks for itself. <laughs> yeah. And it's quality. It's of quality. Mm-hmm. So I don't need to stay all night to show you that. Right.
0: And I think the way you can set healthy boundaries with your partner is by sitting down and talking about it, have mm-hmm. a dinner or something, have a glass of wine Yeah, and just kind of write down, listen, like I need at least one day of the week to do me things, mm-hmm. get my nails done, do this, do mm-hmm. this, do this. Yeah. Partner should be able to understand that. Yeah. And, and a guy too. If a guy is like, Oh, like I want to hang out with my boys once a week or once every two weeks. That's fine. That's setting a boundary that yeah. needs to be understood. Mm-hmm. So I think, again, communication. Yeah.
1: It all goes back to that. Yes. It really does. It really, really it does. It does.
0: And I actually got – Um, have you ever heard of We're Really Not Strangers? I yeah. think that's what it's called. Yeah. So I got that when I thought I had a man, but I never opened it. It's literally still packaged. <laughs> Psych. And, um, but that's a really good card game for, like, yeah. talking about different topics that, like,
1: you Mm -hmm. would kind of
0: find hard to bring up so if you do are in a healthy relationship right now um i would look into getting that card game because it's it's really cool the concept of it is amazing Mm -hmm. love it still packaged once i opened it i will literally make a post (laughs) about it because it'll be a fucking crucial moment (laughs) Um, The third one is, which Paulina talked about a lot too, is Mm. mental health problems such as gaslighting, manipulation, verbal and physical abuse, and narcissism too. Mm -hmm. Um, That's such a huge one. And sometimes it can be like, um, God, I I had it on the top of my tongue. It can be like a little like mouse in the wall. I don't know if that's the right saying, but like it can eventually creep up to the point where – okay, now you're realizing that this is gaslighting. Yeah. He should have been... Like, this is abuse. But sometimes it can be masked to the point where you don't recognize it for long periods of time. And I
1: think it's important. It's really, really important that we, like not overgeneralize what these terms are because like oh well gaslighting it doesn't look like what's happening to me but it's what happened to you know my friend or Mm -hmm. somebody i saw on like tv or something like that like it doesn't have to be just like textbook definitions like if you
0: feel that this is happening to you then it's happening yeah it's real so Mm -hmm. And being, I remember I brought that up to someone um, who I was dating. I was like, you're being like a narcissist right now. The things that are coming out of your mouth yeah. are very abusive. Mm-hmm. And they got so, so defensive mm-hmm. about it. And I'm like, but listen to what you're saying. Like, really yeah. stop and listen to what you're saying. Mm-hmm. And then they called me mentally unstable. So right. I'm like, Let's, <laughs> I'm the mentally unstable one right. now. Okay, whatever. But and um, people will really think that. People will feel attacked when they're not ready to take accountability. Yep, and they never usually take accountability. No that ma'am. person to the state has never taken accountability, and I did multiple times for what I don't know. I just mm. felt like I needed to for something. Right. But they never did, and usually they never will. Mm. Um, so that's a big one, and that's mm-hmm. really important to recognize for because sure. that can. It can just lead to all kinds of nasty, nasty things you don't want to experience. No, ma'am. Four is pressure. So Mm -hmm. feeling pressure maybe to move on to the next stage or to say something that maybe you don't feel comfortable saying right now. Maybe it's too soon Mm -hmm. or whatever. Mm -hmm. And it was funny because when I was researching this, I came across one that kind of went hand in hand with, um, being pressured, pressurized—is that a word? um Which is someone. Another common red flag is someone who overshares personal details quickly. Yes. Which, when I read that, I was like, Oh God! Like, why couldn't I fucking like start my podcast like years ago and do all this years ago? <laughs> yeah. Because I would have saved myself so much heartbreak. But and, you're better.
1: But like, you're better for Oh, a hundred
0: percent. But right still a girl can think a girl can dream uh, right you now right but um because there was one time I was telling Pauline I was on a date it was a second date so second dates, you're still getting to know each other like yep. what do you like to do in your free time like yeah this man like was trying to dive so deep into my exes and my mm. past relationships I'm like bro I don't even know your fucking last name yet. right why do you want to know all this information right. and at the time I felt very, very uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, you would have thought I would have left, but no, I didn't. <laughs> um, and reading that, I was like, oh fuck, like I knew it at the time and I didn't yeah. listen to my gut. And I remember when things were ending and we were like kind of going back and forth about things. that was something that he brought up that mm-hmm. on that exact date that he found he found it a red flag. That I wasn't sharing information about my past. And I'm mm-hmm. like, bro, it was the second date. Yeah. I don't even know you. Like, yeah. why should I tell you everything about my past? Exactly. Oh, that was a that, that was a big one. That's for me. so
1: huge. Because again, it's like, I don't know you. Mm-hmm. So why are you so comfortable sharing all of these intimate details? And I think again, going back to that, it's like, you know, tell me about your exes, tell me about your past relationship. I think that's a red flag, too, because then that person might take that and say, okay, I just have to do a little bit more than what their ex did. And then they'll think that I'm like the best partner in the whole entire world Mm -hmm. when it's not really genuine what they're doing. They're just trying to maybe one up. The, the last person or
0: something along those lines. Yeah. And again the ex talk is something that should come up if you, if you want to be in a serious relationship but yeah. like let's plan it like five dates at least not the yeah. second date. Yeah. And it was funny because another thing that he said which was I actually wrote in my Signed Your Dating a Narcissist article mm-hmm. that one of the major things that narcissists say is that their exes were crazy. Mm-hmm. And he said that mm-hmm. on that date when he was trying to make me fucking tell him everything about my past. Right. And I'm like God there were so many signs that I know now that and just, I'm like <laughs> yeah,
1: that just goes back to like not taking responsibility because again, mm-hmm. a sign of a mature relationship is being able to sit there and recognize what your role was mm-hmm. in why the relationship ended or why it didn't work out. Yeah. It you know, it might not have
0: been equal, but you know, you definitely played a part in it. Right. So exactly. God, I wish I I just <laughs> wish I knew those things then that right. I know now. And then lastly, the fifth one is problems spewing into your other relationships. Mm-hmm. So um, like a red flag, another red flag that we can talk about is when men don't get along with their mom. Uh, this is not for every man out there, but I've met a good amount of men who don't get along with their mom mm-hmm. and there's issues that you can see at the way they treat women. Yeah. Um, or
1: the flip side, when they're like too much of like mama's boys where it's like, uh, yeah no 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 that no is, no no yeah no. you're right because it's like mm-hmm. a lot of the times when that comes up when you're like so attached to your mother or like you need to check in with her like that to me is like that's a sign of insecurity because it's like you can't move forward without checking yes. in with somebody else yeah
0: i didn't even think of that one yeah we didn't talk about that in our In our drafts, but that is a good one. Yeah. And it is kind of, I mean, I hate, again, I hate to gender stereotype, Mm -hmm. but if I try to say that sentence, problem spewing into other relationships... I guess maybe you can say for a woman is mm-hmm. the way they treat their friends. Like, if a woman yes. goes to you, like, let's say I'm the boyfriend mm-hmm. and you're the girlfriend and mm-hmm. you come to me talking shit about your friends and oh, then you go yeah. and hang out with them. Yeah. That's kind of like the same thing. Yeah. or when Which you, is a red flag. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or when um, anybody,
1: doesn't matter the yeah, type yeah. of gender, like, mm-hmm when you act differently around your friends or your family that you do around me Mm -hmm. because it's like of course like of course your behavior is not always going to be the same but you shouldn't like turn to a completely different person yeah because then it's like okay well who is like the real you right
0: am I getting the real you how many faces do I need to know how many people do I need to meet within one person right (laughs) absolutely but yeah that's a huge one Mm -hmm. and then so kind of to just summarize all of that I'm guilty of it. You're probably guilty of it. You are guilty of it. It's ignoring these red flags. Why do yep. we as humans ignore these red flags? Mm-hmm. And yeah, there were some things that I found on the internet, but I'm just going to share personally how I feel. Um, which I'm still not over that. And I guess I'm gonna have to find another man to figure out if I am. But until then, (laughs) we'll keep it open ended. Right. Keep the coins going. (laughs) But I feel like I'm a healer. So Mm -hmm. I attract people who are damaged in some kind of way. And I am optimistic that Mm -hmm. they will get over it and that I will help them get over it. Yeah. Um, so I'm always optimistic in relationships. I always have wishful thinking. I mm-hmm. always give that person the benefit of the doubt, no matter how yep. crazy or triggering it can be. And mm-hmm. that it ends up hurting me. And it has yeah. hurt me in every single situation and mm-hmm. every single relationship that I've done that to. Yeah. And I'm also the type of person who's very, very loyal. Yep. So for me to, I've never left a relationship. I, I just don't, I don't know. I'm strong, but I don't know how to fucking do that, okay? Yeah. <laughs> but I can't leave until something, like a piece of information that is so vital has to hit me in the face yeah. in order for me to leave. Like mm-hmm. the, last guy I was with, the last guy I was with literally had to get engaged for me to leave. I was like, alright, I guess he's over it. <laughs> See you later. <laughs> but right. it was two weeks after we stopped talking, so yeah. I guess that's I can't put the blame on myself at all. Yeah. Um. But that's how I feel that yeah. I'm a healer.
1: Yeah. I definitely would agree, and I think that What my career is as a therapist, Um, a big part of my job, especially with my patients, is, you know, problem solving. And I think that that's kind of carried into my own personal life, especially in relationships, because I definitely overcompensate um, when I feel emotionally reassured in some way. So if I feel that somebody has validated my emotions or shown interest in my emotions, I'll kind of ignore mm-hmm. their behavior or maybe shady ways that they're acting because I feel like, oh well they care about my emotions yeah Paulina, but they did this this and this like mm-hmm. stop ignoring all of these things um and just like kind of taking myself out of the situation and looking at it in the bigger picture like, where do I go from here? And like recognizing the control that I have in a relationship and, you know, like deserve to have in a mm-hmm. relationship, um, because I think that's definitely affected me in like a lot of different ways. Yeah.
0: But again, we'll have to see we'll have to see time will tell time will time will definitely <laughs> Who wants tell. to test the waters right right <laughs> all right let's get on to our green flags. so the top five common green flags in a relationship again clap if you're shocked but number one is open communication crickets exactly <laughs> um so something that i said that A lot of couples should talk about is discussing your love languages. So, you have brought it up earlier that yours was quality time Mm -hmm. and mine is gift giving. (laughs) Which is funny because your last one is gift giving and my last one is quality Mm -hmm. time Mm -hmm. for different reasons. But it's extremely important to know what your partner's love language is because the way that they love, the way that they give love is the way that they want to receive love. Mm -hmm. So for example, if you and I were dating and we have complete opposites, I would have to figure out how to make you feel comfortable
1: 100% with
0: spending quality time, even though I don't need that or maybe... Enjoy that. And you need to realize that Mm -hmm. I like to give gifts. So it's like, it's very important to discuss in relationships.
1: Especially because when you do discuss your love languages and you have that understanding, then it'll, again, just open those doors and Mm -hmm. open everything for communication. Because when you don't know that, it can be confusing and like, well, why... Are they not doing this? Yeah, like,
0: why are they offended? Like, if I got him a gift and he's like, ew. And I'm like, "Yeah," and then I cry in my room. (laughs) And I'm like, this is how I show you love. Yeah, and, like,
1: we're not mind readers. So, like, Mm -hmm. having that communication is so important. Yeah, like, I've read so 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 many
0: stories of people. um, Physical touch is a big one. So, for people who Mm -hmm. don't like physical touch Mm -hmm. and then if their partner does, that's a very weird thing that they have to go through in order to become comfortable with the love languages so i've read a few stories about that good thing that's not mine but we'll (laughs) see um the second one is setting healthy boundaries again 100 um, because setting healthy boundaries self-care self-respect self-respect which we brought up disrespecting yourself too you might not Mm -hmm. realize that you do it sometimes but Mm -hmm. it does happen yeah so again setting healthy boundaries you can even sit down with your partner and Mm -hmm. write a list about things like how we we even said it before like if a guy wants to hang out with his friends once a week maybe on football Sundays or whatever like okay that's fine fine. then I shouldn't be getting upset when he wants to do that and then if I need my alone time or I need my girl time that's Mm -hmm. setting a boundary too he needs to be able to understand that yeah and vice versa huge yeah um third is you genuinely feel good Mm -hmm. and that is kind of a hard one because I kind of talk about and why green flags might hurt us because we think to ourselves this is too good to be true yeah and that ultimately leads to self-sabotage which Mm -hmm. is another thing that can be a huge consequence of not recognizing green flags. Yeah. And same thing as not recognizing red flags. So yeah. self sabotage. I don't like to put timelines on things, but you'll usually realize within like the first few weeks, maybe the first one to three months, if you're self sabotaging, you're mm-hmm. like, oh my God, everything is just so perfect. This guy has to be like a murderer. Right. Or he's like a fucking serial killer. Right. <laughs> that's what I would think. It has to be true. Right. <laughs> um, but that's a huge one. And again, you can journal like When I get into a relationship, Mm -hmm. I plan on journaling how I feel, like, significant feelings that I have so I can always go back to that and see, like, okay, why do I – like, I'm creating these scenarios in my head that are self-sabotaging me, Mm -hmm. my relationship, and how I'm feeling. Yeah. And I shouldn't do that. Yeah.
1: And it all really comes down to, I feel like, your unconscious mind is protecting itself from getting hurt again Mm -hmm. and not wanting to go through that because – if you've been through heartbreak, girlies, yeah, you know. You, it's not like, worth it. <laughs> right. It's just like, I would never want to feel like that again. Mm-hmm. Just like all of those terrible and horrible feelings that we have to go through to get to the next phase. But nonetheless, um, it's our body's way of like protecting itself mm-hmm. and being like. And our mind and our soul. Yeah. Everybody's soul. Yeah. So <laughs> that's definitely a big one. But Yeah.
0: Yeah to get over that you can definitely do some self-reflection too so if you feel like you're Mm self-sabotaging you can try to find the root of why you're self-sabotaging absolutely um and that can be again journaling maybe some past experiences that you went through like Mm -hmm. oh well when it hit two weeks in last relationship (laughs) like i was already like it just is a pattern like you kind of create a pattern in your head so you can self-reflect on the past for sure um and try not to live in the future. Yeah. You don't need to. You don't need to be there right now. Live in it the now. It's pretty great. Number 4 is their words do or their words do match their actions. Ooh. Major, major key. I love that
1: shit. <laughs> this
0: this also can be a little bit tricky because some Yeah. both men and women can sometimes have a hard time expressing themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think, like, we're all grown enough to tell when someone's trying and not trying. So yeah. if someone's saying that they're going to do something and then their actions, like, are completely doing the opposite, that's a red flag. Yeah. So um, how we talked about it earlier was empty promises. Yeah. Ooh, those just piss me the fuck off. Because why <laughs> say it? Like, why even... Because they want to make you feel good. Yeah. they want to and... They want to satisfy you for the moment.
1: And I think that a lot of the times with empty promises, that's a someone's way of kind of keeping you around. Yes. And saying, like, oh, well, we're going to do this, like, once this happens. It's, Mm like,
0: like... It's not going to happen. No, yeah. yeah. And it ends up, it's like, okay, a week later. Okay, mm-hmm. a month later. Right. Okay, months later. Now yeah. we're still at square one. Like, nothing has changed. Yeah. So that's a huge one. And, oh, God, it just makes me so angry. I remember I told one guy and I was like, you're just, you're saying something, but you're not doing what you're saying. Yeah. And they just, like, cannot comprehend it. And yeah. I'm like... Listen, like, I would want someone to check me if I was not, if I was saying something and my actions weren't aligning. 100%. And I give you permission to check me. Right. You too, Paulina. Yeah. You can check me.
1: Oh, sure. And like, those (laughs) actions that they do actually do are genuine. Because I feel like a lot of the times when you do check somebody and you say, well, you said that we were going to do this or, you know, whatever, they'll take like the smallest example of that Mm -hmm. and be like, well, I did this or this happened. It's like, that's not the point. Like right. that's not what I'm trying to say. Um so You don't wanna have to ask. Yeah. Yeah. You should never ask
0: to be respected. hmm
1: or, or validated either. are grown enough to like to just yeah. say you like
0: me, you don't like me. Yeah. <laughs> let's do this, let's not do this. Yeah. Like I don't get what's so difficult yeah. at this point. Yeah. Um and then the last one is kind of going off um number five for the common red flags five for the common green flags is encouraging healthy relationships with others yes wanting your significant other to branch out to family members mm-hmm. or friends that maybe mm-hmm. they don't talk to as often yeah. and vice versa yeah. if a man is like how we mentioned red flags of a man is like ah. Uh, I don't like your mom. Like, I don't want to hang out with her. I don't want to do this. And then that's like putting a strain on your personal relationship with your family member. Yeah. That's a huge red flag. Mm-hmm. But the opposite of that is a man who encourages it. Like, oh, let's go see your mom this week. Oh, let's go yeah. see my mom this week. Mm-hmm. That is a green flag. Yeah. and green I Green for go. Yeah,
1: definitely. <laughs> and that also goes back to one of my green flags is like spending time with me, but not ignoring like your other yes. relationships. Mm-hmm. Because... It can't just be me and you, mm-hmm. you know, you have to have that other social support, whether right. that's with family, friends, coworkers, like whatever, like you have to be able to have that.
0: Yeah. And I think, you know what, this just came up mm-hmm. that I'm thinking about it. Another red flag is uh, if your partner or significant other doesn't want to meet the people closest to you. Oh my God. Why yeah. didn't we talk about that? That's huge. That is huge because that's that is huge. such a sign that they don't want to take things for, uh, well, let me not make an assumption, but- I might make an assumption that they don't want to take things further.
1: Yeah. Or they don't want to meet other people, or they um, keep you away from your other relationships. So that way they're just the only person in your life. Yeah. That is a, I can't believe you didn't talk about that. No. That's a huge it's red too flag. Too many. Yeah. Too many. Too many to go over. Yeah. But <laughs> that's huge because, again, you need that social support. You need that girl time,
0: or you yeah. need that boy
1: time. Like you. It's so vital.
0: Yeah, and someone who cares about you and wants to be in your life would mm-hmm. want to meet and understand and know the people who yeah. care so deeply to you too that are not yeah you your yeah. partner yeah um, major red flag that we didn't go over but there we go we just briefly went through it right um, so that was it for the top five so I think two of my biggest things which I forgot to mention earlier when we did our activity. Is because green flags are not talked about as much. Mm-hmm. I know for me personally, when I was doing my list, that it took me a lot longer to come up with green flags yeah. than it did for red flags. So if mm-hmm. you felt like that happened to you and you were making your list, take a note of that and reasons why that mm-hmm. is. When you're talking about red flags with your partners, um, friends, family, whatever, make sure you talk about green flags too because mm-hmm. it needs to be something that's more talking about, more talking, more <laughs> spoken about, um, for sure. Because it's not all about red flags, people.
1: Yeah. And relationships are supposed to be, like, fun. And, mm-hmm. like, just, like, you're supposed to have fun in a mm-hmm. relationship. So if you're only focusing on the negative, that's what you're going to attract. Yeah, and
0: exactly. I don't even need to add on to that because, right. yeah, that's what you're going to manifest a bad, toxic relationship. You yeah. just keeping keep thinking about negatives or if you keep um, just dwelling on the past, on past mm-hmm. relationships – I know it's easier said than done, but we got to grow and we got to move on Mm -hmm. and we got to not shut ourselves off just because we went through something traumatic because not everyone is bad out there. No. And lastly, definitely not. The last thing is to listen to your gut and mm-hmm. intuition. And I know my gut thinks I'm a dumb bitch because I <laughs> never listen to her. Right. She's like, bitch, listen to me once in a while, please. <laughs> my God. I never listen to her. And she's probably like, this is what you get. This is your <laughs> karma. Because I know and I always feel it. And like I said before, mm-hmm. I will not do anything about it until it literally slaps me in my yeah. face. And I've been there. It's it's a bad trait that I have, but I'm working on it. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I think that for me, my biggest piece of advice and kind of just takeaway from this overall great conversation is just understanding and knowing that you are going to sleep with yourself every night. You go to bed with yourself every night for the rest of your life. So being comfortable in your own decisions and it doesn't matter like what other people say or what other people's opinions are, like you have to do what's right for you. Mm-hmm. Um so just really validating your emotions and respecting yourself because every time you go back to a situation that does not serve you anymore, you are disrespecting yourself.
0: Yep. So And that situation will keep happening until you learn that because it's a lesson right right period Period. amen sister sister right well thank you guys for tuning into the first episode of the new year i wanted to like i said i wanted to start out big Mm -hmm. i wanted to start out bold and i feel like the 2022 this year is all about growing Mm -hmm. um 2021 it was about self-reflection now that we know what kind of people we are yep it's time to just grow and we're yeah. not settling for anything that's lesser than what we deserve Period. lesser than what we want mm-hmm. and we've got to make sure it's vice versa too so yes, for all know. the men and women out there hopefully you can take a small piece of information that we have provided today yeah and Plant if you did seed. yeah and if you did write your list and you happen to get into a relationship and let's say august or something Maybe you can look back on this list and see what is checking the boxes Mm -hmm. and what's not checking the boxes. Is he checking three red flags and one green flag? We gotta weigh out our options yeah, here. Yeah. But and if you didn't do the activity, you can always do it on your own. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I'm actually also going to post an article with this episode, okay. just kind of summarizing our red and green flags, and what they are, our definitions. So make sure you check that out and stay tuned, because I will hopefully be posting more episodes consistently for the new year. Right. And thank you, Paulina, for joining me. You are always a great pleasure. Of love having you always a good time um so yeah thanks guys bye everyone